And we're live here. What is up, guys? Next script on the P2W Fantasy Podcast. And uh, I got a day off today. I have the AC guy coming. Our AC, like, coil is messed up, so it turned into this big thing. And uh, it means I'm off today. I think they're coming in the middle of the day, so have that going on. But uh, I figured, hey, got a couple bucks in the uh, underdog account. And, uh, you know, these these – uh, the puppy drafts are, are filling up pretty quick here. So um, I'll try to throw it on the screen. But uh, if you are not familiar with uh, Underdog, go sign up today. Um, there's pick them options, which I do a lot, which is like basically you're picking over in unders for uh, different events. So like yesterday's basketball game, they had over and under selections. The loss yesterday, I won two days ago. Uh, they also have fantasy drafts, which is what uh, this will be. And uh, we're we're live here doing a best ball fantasy football draft. So what is best ball? Best ball basically means that you don't set your lineups ever. So you draft a team for like three or five bucks. And then from there, uh, you just kind of draft it and forget it. And you can check on it later. But every week they take your best score. So it's pretty, it's pretty hands off. Um, but I think it's a lot of fun because, again, three bucks. We spend three bucks on dumb shit all the time. So I feel like, uh, throwing it out a fantasy draft will, uh, be more useful for your dollar, especially for these bigger tournaments, um, where you can win some, uh, some decent money. So I'm at the eight spot and we'll just see how the draft falls to me here. But, uh, we got a lot of receivers going off the board kind of early. Uh, interesting to see digs go before chase. Um, my guy Chalupa Batman, that's Zach. Uh, I know that username. He's uh, right before me, so hopefully he's not sniping me. And Austin Eckler is one of my guys, and uh, there he goes. So I'm going to go, which might be a surprise here for some people, but I was on a stream yesterday with Scott Barrett and uh, Abib. We were talking um, high-stakes leagues and, and uh, uh, redraft a little bit too, and they both got me sold on Delvin Cook, and you know what? I think I'm going to do that, which is not something I would chalk usually do. I think I'd go maybe Najee Harris there, but uh, they they got me sold on Delvin Cook in, in this system, having a good season, and we've seen what he can do with health. Alexander Madison is just a handoff, uh, sorry, handoff, a handcuff. Delvin's a guy who can who can go out there and, and have a decent receiving day and rush for over 100 yards in any given day, and uh, you know, Najee not knocking him, but reports coming out saying maybe some of the volume will be off a little bit. And uh, I feel like I'm, that's not I'm not typically scared of uh, reports or anything like that, but it it it, it has a chance to, to be a thing, I guess. But Delvin Cook is, is somebody I never been super in on, but uh, I feel like he's a guy that has been growing on me a bit. So I got another pick coming up soon. Man, if my guy Swift falls to me at the 17th pick, I would be ecstatic. I have a feeling that he might be sniped, though. Mark Andrews, I, I'd love as well. Um, Debo, Mike Evans are up there. I, I don't think I'd reach on, on Debo, in all honesty. He's not a guy I'm completely fading, but I feel like his ADP is a bit high. Uh, so I'm hoping for Swift right here. You know, my RB... The RB that I'm probably the highest on, you know, in terms of where he is, is at in consensus, and he's there for me. So DeAndre Swift, you know, I made a video. Is uh, he's my dark horse RB one. I uh, don't think he's going to finish there, but receiving upsides there. I think the system is improving. I think they'll be in scoring 
positions a little bit more often than than last year, which is going to help a bit. And I think as an overall, you know, all around running back, I'm very, very sold on DeAndre Swift. So I'm pretty, pretty happy to have him there. So we, if we look at uh, what I got going on to the right, right there, you could see Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift. I think that's a good start. So for me, I'm hammering the running back position right now. I think I got my two staple guys. And then from there, I can start hitting my my other positions. I might, you know, bite on a tight end depending on who is left right there. Uh, let's see if I can. I always forget how to get the draft board. Oh, there's a draft board. So Mike Evans and T. Higgins went two guys that have the, you know, ability, the opportunity to uh, be top 12 guys this year, um, which is, you know, some people are against the uh, Guys on the same team, both finishing as top 12 when we're looking at, you know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, but I think it could be the case. I love Leonard Fortnite and Aaron Jones right there. Barkley's a guy that um, I, I'm i pushing to have a, a comeback season, but these two guys, Leonard Fortnite and Aaron Jones, I think are guys that are not super sexy, Najee Harris, Javante, uh, Swift, but high receiving upside, importance to their team. Um and they'll get a ton of touches. Aaron Jones obviously has A.J. Dillon, but the receiving upside for Aaron Jones is crazy. He tweeted out today that, uh, you know, they somebody tweeted out, like, who's the best run, uh, pass-catching running back in the league? And they put a picture of a couple different guys, and Aaron Jones quote-tweeted, and he was like, me, basically. I forgot if he just, like, rose his, yeah, rose his hand or, uh, um, you know, what the case was for that. But Aaron Jones and Leonard Fournette are two guys, again, not the super sexy picks, but um, I think they'll be very good this year. Alvin Kamara dropping um, a bit there uh, after Fournette, Jones, Barkley. It's interesting because in the past we looked at him as, you know, a guy that is uh, a top five uh, running back. And uh, I think some of that, you know, hesitation and some of the concern there is with, you know, the legal stuff. But I had Drew Davenport on the show not too long ago and, uh, he kind of gave me some reassurance pretty much that um, if there was anything going on with him, it might be pushed till later. I'm coming up. Uh, I love Pitts there. I know, you know, some people have said people are taking him too high, but I know that the target share is going to be massive. I know that the, um, I know that the uh, involvement is going to be there. You know, will they be in the red zone enough for him to score a ton? I'm not entirely sure, but we'll see if my guy Zach snipes me on this pick. Hopefully he's not listening to the show uh, live here, but I do need to lock in a wide receiver as well. And he goes Mike Williams. I'm going to go Kyle Pitts because I feel like he has every opportunity to be the tight end three this year. Kelsey and Mark Andrews are both off the board. Um, his ADP is 32. I'm right at pick 32, so it's like right on the dot, but I, I like that a lot. If it's Mariota or Ritter at some point, we can worry about that all we want, but we, you know, looking at these tight ends, Darren Waller, Devonta Adams, Renfro, Kittle, Debo and Ayuk, Dalton Schultz, CeeDee Lamb, and then we'll see what else happens from there, and then Hawkinson has added some more competition, but um, I like that pick, and a, a lot of people might say I'm, I'm, I'm not really reaching because it's right where his ADP is, but... Now, if I'm looking at my team, I got my two stud running backs. Kyle Pitts is my tight end, so I'm done for tight end probably till the very end of the draft. And uh, everything in between right now is going to be wide receiver. I'm going to wait on quarterback because pretty much everybody is. I mean, Mahomes is still on the board, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, 
Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. My target, depending on you know how the draft goes, is probably Jalen Hurts. So we just saw Mahomes go. I'll still wait though. I, I'm I'm probably fine taking a couple guys later and just filling my team right now. And I think that uh, the important piece is going to be the wide receivers now. So I'm probably I probably took a hit at wide receiver just the way I drafted so far. But we know that it's the deepest position in fantasy. So if I get a couple guys that can finish wide receiver twenty, but they have a phenomenal season, and you know two of them are wide receiver like fifteen ish then I feel like I'm not in as much trouble as I'm thinking. See, like Deontay Johnson, if Deontay Johnson was to follow me, love that. Jerry Judy's a guy I'm super high on. Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf. I mean, there's a lot of depth there. Darren Waller just went. So if Deontay Johnson falls to me, I would love that. And I know some people are concerned with uh, Pickett or Trubisky being the quarterback, but I just know that this guy is going to have a massive amount of targets, and he just was sniped for me. Damn it. All right. Jerry Judy, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf. So we're at pick 41, so I'd be reaching a little bit. You know, uh, man, trying to think here. I think all three of these guys, I can make a justification for all of them. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jerry Judy just because, I mean, that, that's, that's my staple guy. You know, I, if I made a list of guys that I'm – extremely high on I think Jerry Judy comes to mind and you know I thought about DK right there because I know that DK Metcalf is going to be a guy that is going to have those big games regardless of how the QB situation actually is and I know that DK Metcalf is a guy that can go for three touchdowns on a given day and you know take the top off but um I, I just with Jerry Judy I feel like the target's are going to be there from Russell Wilson. I think that's just what's, you know, sells me. Him being my wide receiver one, probably not super sexy right now, but again, I think I'm just going to hammer wide receivers for a good chunk of this draft because I'm pretty set everywhere else. And we got a lot of picks left to go. But again, if I looking at best ball, you know, what are, what are the odds that, you know, a wide receiver, I'm sorry, a running back at pick 42 is going to perform the same as Cook and Swift? is it is likely that Jerry Judy can have a day at 41, I'm sorry, pick 41, where he can perform, you know, as a guy that was picked at the 17, could be the chance with, with uh, Russell Wilson. So that's kind of how I'm looking at uh, my draft so far. I'm going to hammer some wide receivers. Hopefully I, I grab some guys with more upside now to give me those days of, you know, 18 to 20 point fantasy weeks and uh, take off from there. We'll see how the quarterback room is looking, too. I wonder if guys have been biting on them or not. Nah, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. All uh, hot names. So guys are kind of fading the quarterback position right now, which don't blame them. Uh, we're at pick, pick uh, 50, or I'll be at pick, pick 56. And looking at, you know, Justin Herbert, He's his ADP is 44. So that kind of tells you how this draft is going. And it's interesting draft to draft because – it's going to go different. There's going to be drafts you go in where, you know, you get into these big best ball tournaments and maybe they're taking Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, I don't know, third round or something. And then you'll go to some like this one where they're, they're all falling. Need wide receivers badly. Um, I'm nervous about Amari Cooper. I, you know, his ADP is right there. Um, it, it might be Brissett. You know, I'm not saying that he can't be relevant with them. I'm, I'm juggling between Cooks and Mooney. Both are going to have a massive target share. I like Justin Fields more than I like Davis Mills. Uh, but Cooks, I feel like 
best ball wise, how many games did he have last season where he scored like 20 something fantasy points in this Texan system? That's going to be chasing games often. So I'm sure the bears will too. And, uh, you know, I might look back at that pick and be like, damn, you know, Mooney who went right after, you know, I was juggling between those two Mooney, the target share is going to be similar to cooks. I'm, I'm thinking, um, player wise, talent wise, I still think cooks is a, is a better wide receiver in my opinion than, than Darnell Mooney. Mooney's got the better quarterback, but, uh, what I, we saw last year out of cooks, um, I'm, I'm just sold on, uh, what he can do this year again with, uh, with Davis Mills and Davis Mills is a bit slept on because he had a handful of, uh, 300 plus passing yard days, just chasing games and just airing it out. And, uh, that kind of made him ha have some fantasy relevance in himself. So I don't mind that cook's pick at all. I know, you know, again, should he be my wide receiver too? I don't know, probably not, but I'm hammering wide receivers right now. So I'm hoping to have that middle round tier of wide receivers that again can perform on a given week, like a top, you know, 12, 15 guy, but I'm taking them later in the draft. Um, let's see what the running back room looks like here too. Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, Elijah Mitchell. So three solid guys left there. Don't need a bite. I don't think, uh, would love Elijah more. And that's who I'm going to take. So I know there's some concerns if he's the wide receiver one, if it's Garrett Wilson, is Zach Wilson going to step up with his play? I'm just sold on what happened last year for one with, you know, his, his multiple weeks of 20 point fantasy points with, uh, I think four different jets quarterbacks. I know that's like over talked about, but I, I, I dropped something the other day um, as a reminder, you know, looking at him and Garrett Wilson's college um, stats and somebody else came in. I think it was, uh, uh, my buddy Sean. Um, and he's like, Hey, like take a look at these numbers from Elijah Moore's final season at Ole Miss. And it was insane. He averaged like over 10 catches a game and like nearly 150 receiving yards. So he's a guy that can handle volume. He can, he's a guy that can go off for a, a big, big receiving day. And, um, Elijah Moore is just one of my guys. So, in this draft right now, I know I went running back heavy, took my tight end. Um, but, you know, looking at it, uh, how, how things are playing out, I got two of my guys. And, and I'm fine. Dra actually, I got three of my guys. These are actually all three guys I would consider my guys. And none of them are, you know, solidified, solidified top 12 guys. But I feel like all of these guys can have multiple great weeks for fantasy. So, you know, again, I don't, I don't have Jamar Chase. I don't have Justin Jefferson or... Uh, one of those top tier guys, but I'm, I'm, I'm hammering these middle rounds pretty well. I feel like, and I have these guys anchored in. I'll probably look at running back in, uh, a little bit later, but, um, something else I didn't pay attention to was bye weeks and we're, we're all good here. Nine, six, 10, seven, six. I mean, I'm not going to only draft with the intent to make sure I'm not, you know, fucking up my bye weeks, but I think, you know, looking at the, uh, the team so far right now, I actually really like this team. And I'm not one to like toot my own horn for uh, for drafts and stuff like that um, because this team can take a shit and I can be totally, you know, terrible for this draft. But uh, I like where we're at right now. Quarterbacks, I'm still going to wait on. I think that's going to be my strategy for this one. I'm going to wait on quarterbacks. Still guys left on the board. I think, you know, I said Hurts was a target of mine. I, I waited just because, you know, I had three of my wide receiver, my guys. Um I, I would like like a like a Derek Carr, I think. And then Kirk Cousins afterwards wouldn't be a bad like strategy. Running back, AJ Dillon, CEH, Miles Sanders, Kenneth Walker. Um, tight ends, I'm good at, so I'm chilling. Uh Traylon Burks, Hunter Renfro. So now we're getting a little thin here for 
wide receivers. We're taking shots on guys that are in a bit of a crowded situation. Um, we're at pick, I'll be at pick 80. Thought about Burks there. Um, and I almost wonder, I think I might get one more running back that I'm comfortable with. And there's guys down this list that I feel like we can look at later. Actually, you know what? Fucking, I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my quarterback and I'm going to take, let's take Tom Brady. This is, this might be one of the most sketchy picks I'll make, but not a lot is changing for him outside of, you know, Chris Godwin's going to be missing time. They added Russell Gage. I took him at pick 80, about two spots away from his ADP. Now, maybe I don't have to worry about my quarterback position. I, that, that one was a little iffy to me because he doesn't present tons of, you know, rushing upside or anything like that. But we know that Tom Brady's going to have passing touchdowns and passing yardage upside for fantasy, which is great. Last season, he led most of those statistics and got snubbed for the MVP, but that's a different story. But uh, we'll see what, what follows me next year. Um, I thought about A.J. Dillon. I really did. Now I think I'm going to punt uh, the rest of my running backs just because I got two of my solid guys, and I'm hoping that these two guys stay healthy. I know some people have been concerned about their health in the past. I might go with a Russell Gage stack if it if it if it comes. Eh, no, it doesn't. He went. He went. Um, <clears throat> Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett, Alan Lazard. So Christian Kirk in a new home with Trevor Lawrence. He might be their wide receiver one. I might go, which might be a surprise. I might go with Tyler Lockett, who screams best ball to me. Um We'll see if we can pull up some of his stats. I'm never a big Tyler Lockett guy, but I feel like we're overly worried about the, I guess, the state of the quarterback situation, which is pretty sketchy. Geno Smith was, was I'm not going to say super efficient or super you know, accurate or any of those marks that, you know, are a bit of a reach, but I don't, I think he can have weeks where he's going to support these guys uh, in DK and Tyler Lockett. Noah Fance there now too, who might take away something, but there's no like wide receiver three. I know Eskridge is there. That's going to take away from these guys. So I feel like Tyler Lockett at that point, we're looking at, you know, who he went after. Somebody reached on MVS, which is absolutely terrible in my opinion. Um, Sky Moore. So that's that's where he's falling. So I feel like I'm pretty comfortable with taking Tyler Lockett there because, again, Sky Moore might be behind Kelsey and Juju. Hunter Renfro might be behind Waller and Devonta Adams. MVS, I think, is behind the world. I don't know why that, you know, that pick was made. Russell Gage, I, I do like. He might be the wide receiver, too, for Tom Brady. That was going to be my potential pick. But Tyler Lock Lockett is going to be a guy that is targeted the most on some weeks or the second most in, in his offense that is going to probably be losing a lot of games this year in chasing games. So I don't mind Tyler Lockett. I think he's still got something to tank. We see big games out of him. He's going to have his quiet weeks, but for best ball purposes, it's not bad. Garrett Wilson's a good pick. I feel like there um, didn't really want to stack though. Elijah Moore with Garrett Wilson, Robert Woods. I like a lot. Um, is he healthy and ready to go week one? That that's a big question of mine. So I think I kind of fade that a little bit. Running back, I might I might jump on someone here, and I I I guess we'll see how the the board falls. The wide receivers with some question marks left. I mean, the Green Bay I think is interesting. Lazard and Watson are literally back to back in their ADP. Um, I'm and Lazard is uh, 
Lazard's kind of being passed on right now, it seems like. Um, but we'll see how the running backs go. I got major question marks to these guys, though. So I, I'm i struggling. Even like the Buffalo running backs, I feel like that's interesting that they're pretty stacked right there. Singletary, I think, is a decent pick, especially because I think we're overvaluing James Cook a little bit. If Lazard falls, I uh, and they're, they're, every time I say anybody's name, they get, they get picked. So I got to just like chill out with uh, saying anything about that. Patterson, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt. So here, here's going to be my conspiracy theory, and I'm going to take a chance on Kareem Hunt. Two things. One, I'm hoping there's a chance that Chubb's on the field, this guy lines up in like the slot, and he can play more of a receiving role for the Browns, even though they added, you know, David Bell. Two, and it's Twitter, and I don't believe shit I see on Twitter, but it gets me thinking, what if there's a chance that Hunt gets like cut? They just extended, I think, Dearness Johnson. What if they cut ties with Hunt? And he ends up in Houston or something or on the Falcons or back with the Chiefs, which I, I don't think that'll happen. But you never know. So we're doing these early best ball drafts that for some reason Hunt was not on the Browns. Where is he going to get drafted? Super, super high. So I'll, I'll take the uh, I'll take the little stab at uh, at doing that. Got my guys, Steve Catalano. What's up, man? What's up? Um trucking along here. So I just took another uh, running back. So I think I'm good there. Jameson Williams. I, I love Jameson Williams. I just don't know the timeline. And I really don't like a lot of these guys here. I feel like I'd be reaching a little bit. Um, let's see what uh, the board looks like. So I got two, four wide receivers. I got three running backs, my one quarterback. So I'm good there. Quarterbacks. I do like Derek Carr though. Um, I don't know if I want to reach that early for a second quarterback, though. I feel like I can wait, especially if I'm banking on Tom Brady. James Cook is there. Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds. I, I can see some upside for all of them. Um, I think I'm going to wait on the second tight end because I'm good with Pitts. I'm going to take a shot. I think I'm going to take a shot at Jameson Williams. I might not have him until the second half of the season, but if I can, and I'm not a guy that likes to do that, but, uh, you know, if I can get five actual Jameson Williams weeks, I think it'll be worth it at 113 for this uh, this pick spot. Um, he goes about 115, so around that range. You know, nothing crazy there, but I feel like if we can get five weeks of what we think Jameson Williams can do, then I, I think I'm okay with that pick. And again, the wide receiver room might not be my strong point right now, but I feel like I got enough guys that can 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 have some some nice weeks. I'm not looking at guys that are like the fourth guy on their depth chart or the wide receiver three. Most of those guys. So most of the wide receivers I have here, Jerry Judy, I think will be the wide receiver one on his team. If he's wide receiver two, it's still Russell Wilson. Brandon Cooks, wide receiver one on his team. Elijah Moore, in my opinion, is a wide receiver one on his team. And others, he might be the wide receiver two. Tyler Lockett, in my opinion, number two on his team, but he can have weeks of number one. And then Jamison Williams is that flyer. So I feel like even though I waited for the wide receiver position, I still got guys that have some bigger importance to their their teams and guys that can have those big weeks. So I don't mind that at all. And, and I know some people fade the running back position, but I kind of like where I'm at right now for both of those positions. And I locked in Pitts, locked in Brady. The further we get, let me see, let's see how many picks I got. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, eight or nine picks left. 
the further we get, the less I'm going to give, you know, a shit about the ADP. We kind of talked about that yesterday, but I feel like, you know, as you go on the first couple rounds of the draft, you're not reaching too, too far on guys. I mean, you're taking, let's say, you know, let's say that, uh, you know, Cook, his ADP was a little bit, you know, um, further than where I took him, but it wasn't by like 10 spots. So, I mean, it's kind of a push and pull of like, ah, you know, he should be picked at 15. I'm taking it at 10. You know, that's not a big jump. Later, later though, we might start seeing guys be taken uh, much earlier than um, maybe they should be, you know, in, 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 in terms of ADP. So uh, Devontae Parker and Jarvis Landry are two guys. I, I like those picks there. Um, definitely can have some big weeks. Uh, a lot of guys though, that can, you know, the roles are kind of up for grabs right now. You're scrolling down this list. Um, a lot of guys that might be wide receiver two might be wide receiver three in their teams. And, uh, I am one, two, three, four, five, six picks away right now. So we'll see what falls to me. Um, one quarterback, three running back, five wide receiver, one tight end. So do I look for a second quarterback? I like Derek Carr. I really do. I, you know what? I, I might think about that. Deshaun Watson would be a massive gamble. I think both of these guys right here are pretty good, uh, pretty solid picks. Um, Cousins and Carr, I think both have a chance to be top 12. I like uh, Carr more this season, but there's value down. I feel like that's what, I mean, Ryan Tannehill all the way down to 181. I, I got to just chill on quarterback, you know, even though I like Derek Carr. I think just having Brady, if Brady's a top, even if Brady's just a top 10 guy, I think I'm fine there. Mm, so there's not a lot of upside to Jacoby Myers, but another guy that could be a wide receiver one or the wide receiver one on his specific team. So I'm not saying he can. Um... Oh, yeah, I got the Nick, explain how you escaped your day job for this wonderful draft experience. So, yeah, I threw that in there. Uh, all right, I talked about it a little bit a little bit earlier. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go real quick. I'm gonna go Jacoby Myers just because I feel like he has a chance to be his team's wide receiver one. Is the upside there for receiving yards and touchdowns? Not really, but um again, importance to his team is there. They add some competition. I like, you know, what Patrick can do, but I think he's a wide receiver three. I like what Crowder can do. I think he might even have more targets than Gabriel Davis, but I'm gonna go Jacoby Myers. So uh, I got an AC guy coming today at, at some point in, in, in the middle of the, the day. And uh, it just kind of depends on what their schedule is. So I was like, all right, I got to take a day off. I'm still like working from home. Kinda. Uh, I got emails coming in, but um, that's what I got going on. So I just uh, have a random Thursday off. So I figured, Hey, if I'm off, I'm not like dicking around at home. I'm, I'm going to do something content related because I'm about that life. So um I figured, hey, you know, I, I can be watching TV and stuff and uh, chilling out, even though I just came from the gym. But why not plug some sort of content? So hopefully, um, I'm not even going to say it's worth the time because I'm, I'm I'm drafting away and hopefully I can win some cash here. And uh, I will look back and be like, damn, that random Thursday fucking paid off. So on the board again pretty soon. Um Let's see what the wide receiver. You know, I I just took a wide receiver. My my split right now one three six one. Probably need another running back. And now we're looking at so two guys right here. Profile is pass catching guys that still probably will have some sort of role. Daryl Henderson, uh, you know, uh, Tyron Williams is banged up, uh, broke his foot. 
I guess it depends on, you know, how Akers looks. Could he have a role? Daryl Williams is interesting because, um, you know, everybody thinks that James Conner is glass, but he's not. But I think he's a solid backup. So I might go with, uh, and I'm going with coach talk here. And maybe I'm, you know, hoping for the best with this. But I'm going to go Hines because um, historically been a guy that was utilizing his system. Um, a lot of coach talk about him playing in the slot and being used in the passing game more often. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor had a great, the best uh, season of 2021 for the running back position. But if, if he finds himself uh, a consistent role, Hines, I think he'll be worth that pick at 137 in this draft. So I'm kind of banking on some of the coach talk um, that's going on with Hines. But again, we've seen him uh, have those random weeks where he scores 15 fantasy points because he caught four passes for 60 yards and a touchdown. So if I can get that for best ball, um, I'll, I'll be happy because I'm looking at two solidified studs for my running backs and then two guys that I think could hopefully have like these random slot roles or get enough passing volume to have consistent relevance. And again, looking at Hunt, uh, we're, we're, we're tossing that dart, you know, that that there's that small like 5%, 10% chance, maybe it's 5% that he is not on the Browns uh, for whatever reason. But we'll see uh, how the rest of the draft falls. So probably need to start locking in some, we'll see how many picks I got left. Probably start need to start locking in like my second options for quarterback and tight end. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, so I think I need to start doing that. I feel like I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay at running back and wide receiver. Uh, I can really probably use another like high upside guy later in the draft, somebody that can score um, on a given week. You know, 15 fantasy points because they went for you know four catches for 100 yards. So maybe I'm I'm looking for a more high upside wide receiver later as we go on, but. Uh, I got a decent amount of picks left before me. So we'll see how this board plays out. Quarterback position, uh, Watson would be a major gamble. But if for some reason he's, I'm not going to say he's cleared, but let's say he he doesn't have any 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 punishment, which uh, I don't know, you know how likely it is going to be that. But for him to be all the way at this pick, then it would be worth it. And maybe that's my big like high stakes. It's not high stakes, but um, high, uh, drafter volume for this sort of draft. Uh, that's my gamble, but I don't know. I feel like I've taken enough gambles so far and we're looking down the list. I, I wouldn't mind Tannehill. Everybody hates golf. I wouldn't mind golf. Um, even Davis Mills is like my third guy. If that happens, I might go fields. I'm, I might, um, you know, nine full games fields had and four of them. He was a top 10 running back just because of the Konami code upside to him but if not i might pivot to the tight end position and just be a chicago homer and take Komet. but we'll see alberto in alberto i'm a bit i'm a bit nervous of uh and i know a lot of people think he's like this big lock for a top 12 guy because he's super athletic um that's fine you can go i wasn't gonna take him i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go Bear Homer, and the reason I'm taking Cole Komet is because, and we talked about it yesterday in the stream, if we're looking at tight ends, what, what I want uh, personally, and I, I know it was a, a topic um, yesterday, I want somebody who's going to have a consistent role on their team in, in terms of targets, and that's going to be Cole Komet because right now it's Darnell Mooney, it's Cole Komet, and then it's a bunch of guys. And I know, you know, 
Bayless Jones Jr. might present some sort of downfield upside. Same with Byron Pringle. I, I don't I don't bank on either one of those guys consistently getting five targets, which somebody has to. And I think that that guy's going to be Komet. And we saw that the the receiving yards went up in his sophomore season. The targets were pretty consistent at one point. What was missing was touchdowns, but I'd rather bank on a guy who gets consistent targets than um, than a guy who uh, is just going to score touchdowns. Jameis or Tannehill this year on the clock for my best ball draft, third QB. Uh, hopefully you're in a slow draft. Man, you can go, you know, Tannehill finished decent for the quarterback position last year with, with weeks without A.J. Brown. I think his, like, best receiving option was – you know, Nick Westbrook, a Kinney. So I feel like, you know, Traylon Burks might be up in the air. Robert Woods hopefully is ready week one. Austin Hooper is a slept on ad for that team. But I, I really like Jameis Winston this year, man. I, I really do because I feel like the system around him, Kamara, uh, hopefully Michael Thomas, hopefully Jarvis Landry um, is, is good for the, the entire year. And then Chris Olave. I think I lean Winston, and that might might be a little bit of a hot take, but I feel like we've seen Winston's upside back with the Bucks. So if he, you know, finished QB four back with the Bucks and had all those interceptions, and he has a little bit uh, of uh, a little bit less of a leash um, this year, I feel like I feel like he can have a great season because we've seen him have great seasons in the past, and that team is just stacked on on the support that he has. And I'm just hoping that Michael Thomas is back. I mean, that ankle injury is a big question mark um, because like, why did it take him? So, you know, why, why has it been two years of an ankle injury or whatever um, timeline it's been, but I might go Jameis Winston just because again, I, I love that system around him. And I feel like not knowing how Traylon Burks is going to be year one, Robert Woods, is he ready week one, week two? And then Austin Hooper, is he going to be Cleveland Browns Hooper or Falcons Hooper? Uh, there's some more question marks than I have than uh, James Winston. Sup, Maddie in the in the chat. Good to see you, man. Uh, trucking all, all, along here. So I want Justin Fields um, rushing upside. Had multiple weeks last year of um, top 10 uh, QB weeks. I think there was four times he was a top 10 quarterback, and uh, one of them he's uh, the QB5. And, you know, a lot of people – including myself are a little disappointed on, you know, what was been built around him, but think about it. The system hasn't changed outside of the coaching staff much from last year. A, a Rob, we can say what we want about him on the Rams. He wasn't good on the bears last year. And that might've been because he was out schemed or might've been because he was kind of half-assed and stuff, which I think it was a bit of both. And uh, I, I'm just hoping with fields, the playbook is now set up for Justin Fields to be successful, which last year, Nagy looked at the, the two quarterbacks said Andy Dalton, Justin Fields, same playbook, which makes absolutely no fucking sense in the world. So hopefully that's the big change. Um, tight ends. I got two tight ends, two quarterbacks. I might might need to see what we're looking at for. Let's see how many picks we have left in this draft. So we got one, two, three, four. So I might go one more quarterback, one more tight end, one more running back, one more wide receiver. So I would go, I, I would have like a three, five, seven, three split, which I'm not entirely sure if I need to or not. Ah, I fucked up with the, uh, the tight ends though. Didn't really think about that Two fourteen 14 weeks. So I definitely need another tight end really 
really jack that one up. Uh, definitely pay attention to your bye weeks for best ball, um, especially if you have an anchor, which Kyle Pitts hopefully is my anchor. Um, not a not a good way to go about it. At least I didn't do it for the quarterback position, but we'll see how the 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 board falls. Um, getting kind of thin at at quarterback. Uh, we talked about Ryan Tannehill a lot. I think I might grab him. I definitely need a tight end though. And looking at the list here, uh, Gerald Everett, I feel like has some upside in that Chargers offense, and not in the sense that we're going to see seven targets a week, but in the sense that. He just had a career year in receptions and targets and receiving yards and touchdowns, I think. Gerald Everett. So with Justin Herbert, can he have those, you know, few games where he gets two targets in the 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 red zone and he scores on both? Maybe. Maybe. So we'll see. Uh that might be my pick there. Otherwise, I think I can kind of like pick and choose the Running back, uh, I'm sorry, the wide receiver position. Uh, same with the running back. I feel like there's a bunch of guys that I can just take a shot on. So I think I'm going to go, ah, no offense too, but I already got Lockett. I think I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts and Cole Komet being my solidified. They get X amount of targets weekly. Gerald Everett's my guy that's going to have a couple splash, two touchdown weeks out of nowhere, maybe once or twice, but it might be worth it for best ball purposes. And, you know, Noah Fant talent wise is extremely, um, not extremely, but I guess slept on just because of the situation he's in with the, the, uh, the quarterback. But, um, I think I'm just going for the higher upside with that being my third tight end. So maybe that's uh, against, uh, you know, some better judgment there. Uh, but I, I think I'm okay. Kind of, uh, shifting to a, a more higher upside tight end than, uh, going with guys that have just better target share. So I want to go one more for each position and uh, we'll just see how the board falls. Um, KJ Hamler, uh, TJ, who was on the fantasy point show with me and Scott Barrett uh, really likes KJ Hamler thinks he's going to have a solidified role. So if that's true, then uh, I'll say that uh, TJ called that one out. Uh, Noah Fant, who I just talked about went a couple picks later. Uh, Wandale Robinson, who the Giants picked up. OBJ will be interesting to see, like, what's going on with him. Where is he going to land? Uh, been, like, several rumors of this team's looking at him, or he might have a shot at this team. But coming back up myself, I'm going to take – man, this is uh, it's getting interesting. So I think – man, I don't know if I want to take the Washington shot or not. <laughs> It's not looking great. So I'm, I'm going to take a guy that I talked about earlier. feel like he's in a better situation than he had with just like one or two like random wide receivers that were left on his team last year. And I'm just hoping that Traylon Burks takes off, that Robert Woods is healthy, and we see a little bit more of Falcons Hooper than um, Brown Hooper. So I'll take Ryan Tannehill. I'm good with the quarterback position. Um Running back and wide receiver, I will need some more. And I probably don't need three and three on the ends here, but maybe it's a bit of a bit of safety. I guess I can, you know, go two wide receivers if I wanted to, but we'll just see uh we'll see how things fall. I probably have a much different build than most people do in this draft here. Um, I would say normally guys would probably stack a little bit more for their wide receiver position. Um so I, I guess I'll be banking on some uh, health and safety for these guys, um, which is interesting because one guy's probably out of the mix. So I might go 
I'm like a wide receiver, wide receiver to be safe, but uh, we'll just see who's left on the board here. But um, you need to start two running backs, I think three wide receivers. I, I'd have to check back on uh, the starting lineups for that. McKissick's a guy he wanted to be back in Washington. I think he knows his role in Washington, and I, I feel like he's a good, like, last minute, you know, uh, late round guy. I like Kendrick Bourne because last year we saw like three or four, I think it was three 20 point fantasy weeks for Kendrick Bourne. And, uh, you know, if we're looking at some of the guys around him as Isaiah McKenzie might be a bit of a, a, a reach, even at this late of the draft, Donovan people's Jones. I feel like I'm more comfortable with his downfield ability. If Watson was, you know, locked in, but that's my question mark there. Julio, I, I'm hoping lands with the Packers. I know some people have said, uh, you know, a handful of teams. I think, you know, I have like one important dynasty share of Julio Jones in a home league. And I'm hoping that he lands in Green Bay because I feel like if he lands in Green Bay, we're going to change our minds about Julio. And a lot of people say he's washed, but he was just banged up. I know he's been banged up, but even last year in their playoff game, and I think it was like week two and might have been another random week in between. We saw like pretty good games out of Julio. So I, I don't think he's dead. But I don't think he's obviously a guy you're going to take, you know, far up the, the draft board here. So Romeo Dubs, Green Bay, speaking of Green Bay. So obviously if if Julio ends up there, we're probably not even going to take this guy uh, in the draft. I know he's had some good camp clips, but again, that's that's the most polarizing wide receiver room to me. And, and some people think that they have it all figured out, that it's, you know, Lazard is one and Watson is two or – Watkins is two or maybe Watkins is one. I I, I still kind of struggle to completely grasp that wide receiver role because I wouldn't be surprised if Christian Watson was their wide receiver one. I also wouldn't be surprised if year one, he is their wide receiver three or four. It's just like all over the place. And now Rodgers is talking about Lazard and Watkins and Cobb, and we almost forget about Randall Cobb. So it, it's still such a polarizing room to me that I've kind of stood away from it. I mean, I almost drafted Lazard earlier in the draft, but you know, he ended up being a snipe for me, but I, I might be okay with that because we just really have zero idea how this is going to pan out. All right. So now we're getting at uh, some really thin points for the wide receiver room. I wouldn't mind AJ green. And the reason being is because Deandre Hopkins is suspended for six weeks and AJ green last year had a couple like 14 point fantasy weeks where you know, that's useful for best ball. I mean, if we're this late in the draft and you get 14 points more than twice, maybe three times um, or 15 points, it, it, it's useful because at, at this point, if we take a Devin Duvernay and he fails to ever score 10 points, we just like completely wasted and burned on fire that pick. So uh, we'll see. I got one pick in front of me. He goes Raheem Mostert. I'm going to go AJ Green. I like that pick because... Again, last season, I know he's old and people will say he's thus. Last season, he had a couple good games, and now we don't have DeAndre Hopkins. We got Hollywood Brown and Zach Ertz. Somebody else is going to need to be there for Kyler Murray. And if it's three or four, let's say it's four pretty decent weeks out of A.J. Green, then I'll, I'll love this pick. And, and he's got a good opportunity to uh, um, have some fantasy relevance. And I know a lot of people are against it, but look at the numbers from last season when he played, and that's going to be the asterisk, like, or the uh, the star, like, does he play? And that's going to be important for me there. But I, I actually really like that pick. So now we got a three four seven three build. And again, I kind of fucked up my tight end room because I, I uh, drafted two tight ends with the same bye week. So 
I guess we'll just hope that if Pitts has that down week that Komet picks him up in that week, but uh, pretty locked in everywhere else. Um, might go running back. We'll see who's left. Uh, Sony Michelle, he could win the job over Mostert, who was drafted before him, um, but he went ahead of me. Uh, I'm going to just keep trucking away on this. Um, I'm going to keep trucking away on this running backs who might have good passing volume. And I know I already took, let's just take a quick peek at the wide receivers too. Zay Jones would be interesting as my last pick. I only got four running backs. So I'm going to go James White. And, uh, you know, we saw Brandon Bolden last season have some, you know, decent targeted weeks from Mac Jones and Bill Belichick loves James White. And if we're looking at the running back room, uh, Pierre Strong, if you want to be high on him or not, um, we still got Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, at least for one more season. And neither one of those guys really profiles as a pass catcher. So can James White have one more year of health and relevance for fantasy? Maybe not to the extent that he's a top 15 or 20 running back, but if he has weeks where, again, catches a couple passes, maybe scores, then it's worth it for best ball. And uh, my build, if I had to change my build, I probably would have more wide receivers. I probably don't need three quarterbacks, especially if I have Tom Brady. But um, I think that that would be the one thing I change. I probably stick with two quarterbacks, but, you know, Knock on wood, God forbid, that I only had two and then one of them was banged up. And, you know, then he hits his bye week and I'm not getting a quarterback for that week. That would scare me. Um, same with the the tight ends. I already kind of jacked that up with the bye weeks. But uh, the build's not terrible. I, I'd say, you know, I, I'm really happy with Cook and Swift as my, my two, you know, anchor solid running backs. And, you know, other than that, I, I just went with a strategy, which I really didn't plan on, but I just pivoted to pass catching um, running backs in, in Kareem Hunt, uh, Hines, and, and James White. Quarterback room, pretty happy with. I got uh, Tom Brady and Tannehill, guys who were you know close to that top 12 last year. Brady obviously was pretty high. Tannehill was fighting for that spot despite having an empty room. And I got my Konami code. Uh, quarterback for the wide receivers, again, uh, and there goes my draft. <laughs> Let's see if I can pull it back up. Uh, but um, for uh, that's it. But for the wide receivers, having Jerry Judy, Elijah Moore, Brandon Cooks, um, and then some other guys with some decent upside. I, I really don't hate that draft. So uh, thanks for tuning in. If you guys did, it was 46 minutes of me just like babbling on. But um, if you guys have not checked out Underdog Fantasy, go check it out. Use this promo code. It's a partner of mine. I know everybody has their like promo link of like, hey, use this. And if you sign up, I get 10 bucks. Like, no, this is like an actual partner of mine. I had to like sign a contract and stuff. So if you guys are new to it, go check it out. But use this promo code P2W22. If you put in $100, you'll have $200 playable. If you put in $10, you'll have $20 playable. So they'll uh, match your deposit. It's a ton of fun. And just looking at the site itself, uh, I just did the puppy draft. We have Best Ball Mania, which is a huge um, tournament with a million dollars worth of prizes, a $25 entry. So it kind of varies. So this one was, if we're looking at just NFL, that one I just did was $5. This is $25. But you can just hop in a $3 draft and, and draft with, um, you know, uh, a th three people, 12 people. 
uh, $5 drafts is six person. Sometimes they're quick drafts, so 30 seconds. Sometimes they're extended drafts. What I like to do as well is uh, these these pickums, which I think are a lot of fun. So let's say I go Steph Curry, he's going to be under five rebounds. I have to pick somebody for, from the other team. I'm going to say Jason Tatum is going to have over six rebounds. So that's my two picks. If I put in, you know, five bucks, it's 15. If I added a, a, a second player to that, now it's five bucks is 30. So it's, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I feel like watching the games uh, makes the games even more interesting. They do have other drafts for sports. So like MLB, uh, you can do a draft for the games today just for the slate of games. Um, and uh, you got hockey there. Baseball is more of a, like I just did, but just for today's draft, so like a DFS sort of thing. But good stuff there. Use the promo code P2W22. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, and uh, have a good rest of your guys' day.